This episode of Check the Locks is brought to you by our friends at Great Lakes Kids Apparel. That's right. Great Lakes Kids Apparel offers affordable, wearable, and playable clothes for your little one to enjoy. Plus, Great Lakes Kids Apparel is a mom-owned business, so you know your kids will love these clothes. And Great Lakes Kids Apparel offers fast, free shipping on orders over $50, not to mention amazing customer service. So head over to GreatLakesKidsApparel.com or click the link in the show description and use promo code LOCKS to get 20% off your first order today. This episode of Check the Locks is brought to you by our friends at Audible. Audible is your one-stop shop for audio entertainment where you can always find the best of what you love or discover something new. That's right. Audible offers an incredible selection of audiobooks across every genre, from mysteries, thrillers, biographies, and of course, true crime. And as an Audible member, you can choose one title a month from their catalog to keep forever, including the latest bestsellers and new releases. Audible members also get access to thousands of podcasts from popular favorites, exclusive new series, and this very podcast you're listening to now. Plus, the Audible app makes it easy to listen anytime, anywhere. While traveling, working out, walking the dog, doing chores, Audible makes listening anywhere easy. And best of all, Check the Locks listeners can try Audible for free for 30 days. So head over to audibletrial.com slash check the locks or click the link in the show notes to start enjoying Audible today. Welcome back to Check the Locks Presents True Crime for the Short on Time. As always, I'm John Connor. I'm Olivia Cornu. Saying thank you for joining us as we dive into yet another bite-sized, truly terrifying true crime case. Olivia, today is Wednesday. Tomorrow is Thanksgiving. I'm going to eat so much turkey. How are you? Are you ready for your Thanksgiving? You ready to throw down? Yeah, I'm ready for that turkey. I'm ready for the carbs, the rolls, the mashed potatoes. But I also live with the family who gets up and runs the turkey trot in the morning. So we have a 5K in the morning. Oh, so you're earning it. You're earning that meal. I earn every little piece of it. And I'm actually cutting my run two miles short that day. But that's okay. Well, I am not running a turkey trot. And I'm going to give you, this is what I call my fat kid secret. Take a roll, put mashed potatoes on it, then some stuffing, then some turkey, then some gravy, and then you make like little sandwiches. You got to put the cranberry on there, too. It depends on the cranberry. It's like the jelly on the bread. Yeah, I prefer the can. People make the fresh stuff, and I'm like, no, just open a can, dump it on a plate. Yeah, I'm spoiled. My grandma, um, who's 93, she's always made this cranberry dressing sauce that has like, it's fresh cranberries, but it's got like Cool Whip in it. And chopped pecans. It's like a dessert. It's really good. Well, like, that's the great thing about being in the South, right? Because I'm from the North. So most of our turkey was dry. You know what I mean? We like get it those wasn't. Deep fried turkeys and the Cajun turkeys, which yeah. is delicious. But somebody brings sweet potato casserole, and I was like, sweet potatoes. And then it's like just sugar and yeah. butter. It's oh, mm-hmm. it's so good. Marshmallows on top. And then my sister makes sweet potato pie, and it tastes like a sugar cookie. Like, so, but fun fact about me, not a huge fan of pecan pie or pumpkin pie or 
I was just going to ask you because I also do not like pumpkin pie. It's another pea food pea that I will thing not that you eat. You don't like? Go figure. Can I, can I tell you why? Why? Pumpkin pie is the only pie that sweats. It does sweat. Have you ever seen somebody like take off the cover and it's like wet? I'm like, that <laughs> pie is perspiring. It's perspirating. It's got a P word. You don't like that either. Right. So. <laughs> If you are listening, hopefully you are ready for your Thanksgiving festivities and hopefully you're going to be spending time with people that you love and people that you care about. We talked a little bit about the things that we're thankful for on Monday. We're not going to dive into that because this is the short on time episode. We don't have a lot of time. Olivia, what are we talking about this week? John, we can at least let our listeners know that we do appreciate them and we are very thankful for y'all today, but that's all we're going to say because we elaborated on Monday. Yes, we love y'all very much and I even put on my little Southern voice because I don't say y'all very much, but we love y'all very much. I'm slowly converting John into a Southern man. <laughs> Listen, if my wife hasn't been able to do it over nine years, if my mother-in-law hasn't been able to do it over nine years, uh, sure I don't as heck think it's going to not going to be able to do it. But it drives me crazy because my daughter's like, hey, y'all. And I'm like, half of you was from the North. You say, <laughs> you guys, that's how you talk. <laughs> so. Anyways. This week, it's actually out of your town of Nashville. So I don't recall hearing about this story when it happened, um, but I'm sure you did, given that it's in your part of the country. This case goes back to December of 2020, when 26-year-old Caitlin Kaufman was driving in her Mazda westbound on Interstate 440. She was on her way to work at St. Thomas West Hospital. Kaufman worked the night shift as an RN in the intensive care unit, where she had been working long days on the front lines of the COVID pandemic. Caitlin was originally from Pennsylvania and had big dreams of living in Nashville. She took a job and moved out to Tennessee. She was described as being studious and determined, and she loved her 200-pound Great Dane named Zeus. She was also a fan of the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Pittsburgh Penguins. Her mother said that they spoke that day and she sounded fine but just tired from working the nights prior. At around 9 p.m., an officer noticed an SUV parked on the side of the interstate. He investigated the situation thinking it was a single car crash. To his surprise, he found Caitlin shot to death in her car. There were several gunshots on the driver's side. The car was still running and Caitlin inside. Police confirmed that she died in her car sometime between 6 p.m. and 6.10 p.m. Her shift was to start at 7 p.m. that night. Local news quickly got the story to the public and gave a cash reward. One anonymous tip came in and said that they knew 21-year-old Devonte Hill was involved in the shooting and they also had information on the whereabouts of the gun that was used in the murder. This anonymous tipper also mentioned someone by the name of James Cowan, who was a 28-year-old male, who could have potentially been involved in the shootings. Hill was arrested in early December of 2020 at his home. Cowan was arrested in January of 2021 after his girlfriend, Dimentia Carter, was hiding him out. Carter was arrested and charged with harboring a fugitive, and both men were charged with first-degree murder. A key witness testified that neither Cowan, Hill, or Carter knew who Caitlin Kaufman was and that the main motive was road rage. Both Devante Hill and James Cowan were from the same neighborhood. During Cowan's arrest, police discovered 5 grams of cocaine, a half a pound of marijuana, 238 Xanax bars, 56 Adderall pills, two semi-automatic guns, and around 130 rounds of ammunition. Woo! That's a lot of <laughs> drugs. That's a lot of drugs. It's a lot of stuff. It's yeah. a lot of bullets. It's a lot of drugs. Probably a lot of cash in the wrong hands. Listen, I've never done cocaine, 
but I've been around people who've done cocaine and I would not want guns around those people because people just get hype. So yeah, that's crazy. That's a lot. I'm sorry to interrupt, but when you started going through the list, I was like, that's why I put it all out there. That is like El Chapo's grocery shopping list. It is (laughs) insane. Sorry. That's what he wants in his stocking this year. After their arrest and further investigation, both men's cell phones placed them in the area of the shooting when it occurred. They both have remained in custody. So this is where the update comes in. So on Tuesday, November 15th, a motion hearing was held releasing new evidence about the case. Kaufman's father charged at the two accused and was escorted out of the courtroom. The hearing continued on Thursday, November 17th. The discussion in regards to this anonymous tipper who happened to receive the reward money. So it turns out that this guy is in jail himself for crimes he committed after receiving the reward money. So the plot continues to thicken, and it seems like the defense is trying to say that the tipper is not credible. And so that's how they're going to build their case to say that Cowan and Hill are innocent. But the official trial won't begin until January 2023. But I came across this case because this week they're talking about the dad storming in the courtroom, charging after the two men. And so it kind of caught my attention. And then I was like, oh, my gosh, this is like kind of a fear of mine right now. How so? Do you know how many people get shot on the interstate in New Orleans? I didn't realize this is like a pretty frequent thing. Yes. I want you to Google I-10 shootings in New Orleans and see how many come up. The most recent one, they caught these two girls. I think they were in their early 20s. They had posted driving on the interstate in a very populated area of I-10, and they were shooting handguns out of the passenger front window and passenger back window, recording it. Someone was recording it on Snapchat, and they got caught. Just shooting out of a window at night. Anybody could be driving on the interstate. It happens in this town more times than it should. And so just like she was on her way to work, that could 100% be me. So when I got digging into this case, I was like, I have to know how this pans out. Well, and what I can say is just doing a quick Google search. There's a lot of different articles there about different shootings. But what is not a good sign is when you type in I-10-SH and it automatically fills in shootings, New Orleans. So apparently, you know, it is kind of crazy. It happens a lot. Yeah, and road rage here, I mean, Nashville is pretty well known for its terrible traffic, so road rage here happens a lot as well. So it's just crazy to think that, you know, you could just be driving and either cut somebody off or, you know, or like what you were saying is just somebody being reckless and just being like, I'm going to just, you know, fire off some rounds from my car. That's crazy. Yeah, it's it's just out of control. And so this one didn't settle well with me, and I'm going to jump right in, and I'm giving this one a 10. I'm a nurse. I drive to work on this interstate. I am in areas of town that aren't considered that safe when I'm driving to work, and it's happening in this town all the time. It's a scary world we live in, and this is just another innocent life that has been taken for no good reason. Well, and it's interesting because, you know, on Monday we were talking about how sometimes we look at these cases and we really like filter them through our own lens. And I think this is a really good example of that. Mm -hmm. And I have to say this kind of hit home for me as well, because I'm not, you know, obviously I'm not a nurse practitioner. I don't work in a hospital, but I am somebody who lived in the North who met a girl and was like, I'm just going to move across the country and essentially start a new life. 20 minutes outside of where this person was doing the same, you know, and my wife drives those interstates to work, you know, Mm -hmm. every day. So it does hit home. You know, for me, I would, I would probably put this at 
like a seven or eight, you know, I'm going to say an eight, I'm going to put it on the high end, but yeah, it's just crazy. It's crazy how just a random act of violence can occur like that. You know what I mean? Over road rage. Yeah. And, or just carelessness, someone's careless behavior. And I mean, obviously we can tell that this gets me a little hyped up, but definitely careless behavior, just in what I see in my own city personally, don't know, you know, 100% the case of this story of Caitlin's murder, but we're going to find out because it's going to go to trial, you know, after the first of the year. So we will definitely be circling back and doing another short on time as this case unfolds. It's got my attention. Yeah. And obviously Cowan, Hill, they're both innocent until proven guilty. Yeah. Being caught with that many drugs, that many guns, even if you're innocent, that's not a good look. You know what I mean? So Cowan's at least going to get some time for the drug possessions. And I'm sure, you know, those firearms, firearms like that, I would assume most likely aren't obtained legally. You know what I mean? So it'll be interesting to see what happens, but that's where we're sitting. Again, this is a short on time episode, so we're going to kind of jump right through it. That's where we're sitting. Olivia's putting this at a 10. I am putting it at an eight, but we want to know where does this case fall on your deadbolt test? You can let us know, reach out to us on Instagram, check the locks pod. You can find us on Twitter, check the locks or hit us up on our Facebook group best group of people on the internet we're in there hanging out every single day we would love to hear from you also we've launched a patreon so if you're interested in financially supporting the show you can head over to patreon.com slash check the locks or click the link in the show notes we're doing a bunch of cool stuff we got stickers we're working on bonus content uh listener requests voting all sorts of cool things so you can get yourself a mug a cool t-shirt all sorts of stuff so if you're interested in supporting the show head over Go ahead and sign up. We would love to have you as part of the Patreon family. If you can't financially support the show, that's 100% understandable. Just listening, hanging out with us every week means just as much, if not more. So thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing the show with your friends, your family. We greatly appreciate it. This is a short on time episode. So that is all that we have for you. Join us next week as we dive into yet another bite-sized, truly terrifying true crime case. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving and don't forget to check the locks. We'll see you next week. Eat your turkey. Gobble, gobble.